Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. I'm Stefan James, founder of projectlifemastery.com internet entrepreneur and life coach with a passion for living life to the fullest and fulfilling my potential as a human being. My purpose for this podcast is to be a powerful and passionate example of the unlimited possibilities that life offers for any of us that has the courage to commit ourselves to life mastery while sharing ideas, concepts, and strategies that can help you master every area of your life from your health, mindset, emotions, business, finances, relationships, and spirituality. Now, if you're someone like me that is hungry to take their life to the next level, then you're in the right place. Welcome and let's begin. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from Project Life Mastery and right now I'm being joined by my beautiful fiance Tatiana from Lux Biz. And today we're gonna share with you guys how to build a successful Amazon FBA business. Uh, Many of you guys have seen previous videos that we've done together. We did one video uh, in 2017 of me interviewing Tatiana, sharing her story. That video now has over 4 million views, which blows us away. We never would have thought that that video would have reached so many people. And so uh, since the videos that we've done, we've been getting a lot of questions from people. We recently put out on our Instagram uh, an opportunity for people to send in uh, whatever questions that you guys have for us to answer on building an Amazon business. We've got a ton of questions here that we want to answer for you. We want to support you guys in building your own Amazon business so that you can create freedom, the lifestyle that you really want. And so in this video, we're going to share with you guys the process of how to get started on Amazon, and then we're going to dive into all the questions that you guys have. Now, we're also doing this video as a collaboration, okay? So I have my YouTube channel, Project Life Mastery. Tatiana has hers called Lux Biz. And we got so many questions that we decided to break this down into two separate videos. So the video that you're watching right now, we're gonna answer half of the questions. That next video that's gonna be on Lux Biz, which you guys are gonna have to go over to her channel to check it out and watch, will answer more questions that you guys have also. So I wanna make sure that you guys check out both videos. We're not holding anything back. We're gonna go deep today. Uh, we're going to share with you guys both of our perspectives on the different ans- the different questions that you guys have uh, just so that we can serve and support you guys the best, okay? So before we maybe dive into the questions, how about we share with you guys a little bit about the process of selling on Amazon? How do you sell on Amazon? You know, How do you get started with it? What does it look like? Basically what the process is, is you first and foremost, you do research to see what's already selling on Amazon see what has high demand, what people are buying already on Amazon. 
And there's different tools that can allow you to do that. Jungle Scout is one of our favorite ones that can allow you to do research on Amazon, see what's selling, uh, different categories, different price points. Uh, there's different marketplaces on Amazon, of course. There's a US market on Amazon.com. There's a UK market, Amazon.co.uk. There's many different countries and platforms that you could start selling on Amazon and do the research for, but the biggest one is in the US, and so that's where most people start. You're gonna do research to find potential products that are selling. There's a market, there's a demand for it, and it meets a certain criteria as a product that you could private label, meaning that it's not too heavy, it's not too big, uh, it's not gonna cost too much money. There's certain factors like that you wanna think about when choosing a product that you're gonna sell. Um, you know, from there, once you've done some research, you've identified a great product. Maybe it's one you have an interest or passion for as well, which is always a plus. Then you're going to try to find manufacturers and suppliers that are already making that product that you can get to manufacture the product for you so that you can then sell that on Amazon. So if you're going to go to a website, maybe like Alibaba.com. Uh, which can allow you to find suppliers from all over the world. A very common country that people source from is China, typically, typically because it's fairly cheap and there's a lot of great suppliers there. But you could source from the United States or any country in the world. Um, there's suppliers everywhere. Um, you're going to negotiate with them, have communication to find out if they're the right supplier for you. You're going to have them send you a sample uh, from different suppliers so you can see the quality of the product and whatnot. Uh, you're going to work out with them ways you might have to differentiate the product, to customize it, and make it stand out in some way. Uh, you're going to get your logo uh, designed for your, your company, the brand that you want to build, the packaging of it. You're going to send that to the supplier. They're going to help you put everything together. You're going to then ship all the products that you've ordered with them to Amazon's fulfillment centers, okay, wherever you're selling. If it's in the U.S., then you're going to ship it there, either by boat or by plane. They're going to receive the products. You're going to set up your Amazon listing, okay, using Amazon Seller Central. That's going to have your product images, your product title, the description of the product, the bullet points, all that sort of stuff for it, and you're ready to go. Your product can then go live on Amazon. You can sell it. Uh, you can then market your product and promote it so that you can reach people and get customers and then Amazon is going to pay you uh, based on the sales that you generate. Okay, so that's kind of like a simplified version of it. Do you have anything to add to it? That's or? pretty much it. Yeah, so that, that in a gist is how to sell on Amazon. And of course, you want to build something bigger than just Amazon, an actual brand. You know, there's, there's many different factors, of course, as you can imagine, to marketing your product and selling it and whatnot. But in a gist, that, that's the process. So... With that being said, now that you guys have a general idea of how this works, um, how about we dive into the first question? Okay. So the first question I see here is, is it good to focus on Amazon first or try opening your own e-shop, Shopify, at the same time? Tatiana mentioned that sooner or later, it's good to move away from Amazon towards your own e-commerce platform where you can build relationships with your customers, which you can't really do through Amazon. When is a good time to do that? Okay, so that's a great question. Um, yes, I did say that in the past. And, you know, I first want to start off by saying that, yes, you absolutely do want to start on Amazon. Amazon is an amazing platform. Millions of customers who have their credit cards attached to Amazon. They love shopping on Amazon. They get prime shipping. Uh, there's so many reasons for them to be there. 
and they're just so used to it. They like, know, and trust the Amazon platform. And we're fortunate enough to be, you know, regular people who are able to now start a business on Amazon and sell products, you know? So it's a great opportunity for us. Uh, we have access to those millions of customers, which we wouldn't have access to if we were on Shopify or another platform. So that's a huge advantage because, you know, you can start your brand and you don't really have, a, never had a business before. And so nobody knows who, what your brand is on Amazon. But as soon as you're on Amazon, you can turn on some pay-per-click ads and then you can start getting customers and traffic immediately. On Shopify, it's a little bit harder because you have to drive traffic to your listing. Uh, you have to drive traffic yourself. You can't just use pay-per-click ads to do that. So I think that definitely starting on Amazon is a great opportunity. You want to start there. But when should you transition to other platforms and why? You know, I would definitely suggest not having all your eggs in one basket. We always talk about how it's great to start on Amazon. Thank you, Amazon. But we don't want to rely on Amazon or depend on them because we never really know what could happen. You know, you know, for some reason, sometimes listings get shut down, accounts get banned, or you know, if Amazon disappears, which is very unlikely, um, you just don't want to depend on them too much. So it's good to diversify. And so that's where Shopify, other platforms, your own website will come in. Um, but you don't want to do that until you've established a brand presence on Amazon. And the reason I say that is because, you know, for the same reason, it's because if you don't have a brand presence, then people aren't going to know to search for you on other platforms. So if you already have customers, you're getting regular sales, um, you've established your brand presence, then if someone Googles you on, uh, searches you on Google now, they're going to see your Shopify store, your Amazon store, your website. So that's why, you know, wait until maybe it takes six months, a year for you to establish a brand presence and then go to different platforms. And another reason is you don't want to dilute your focus. You know, if you're on Amazon, stick to Amazon and master that before you move on to other things. We always talk about being a master, not a dabbler, right? And so it's good to diversify, but know when and uh, master something before you move on to the next thing. Yeah. And I'd also say too, I mean, it also depends if you are getting your own traffic, because if you're getting your own traffic, let's say you have a YouTube channel or a blog or your Instagram or your Facebook, and you're already attracting a lot of people at first, you're just maybe sending them to Amazon and say, Hey, here's the link to my Amazon listing, go buy my product. But at a certain point, if you're getting a lot of your own sales from your own sources of traffic like that, then you might think, well, hey, you know what? If I actually then instead send people instead of to Amazon, but to my website, right, or my Shopify store to buy my product direct from me, then I'm actually making more money by doing it that way because um, there's less fees that the Amazon would take. Uh, also, you're getting the customer email address and information because one of the downsides of Amazon they view them as Amazon's customers, not your customers. So Amazon, they don't give you the customer email address, right? They only give you the customer mailing address and phone number. So they don't really want you to then take these customers and then send them to your own store and whatnot because they want people to stay on Amazon, to buy more products on Amazon because Amazon knows that a lot of people, they don't just buy one product on Amazon. They fill up their shopping cart and then they check out and they buy many different products. So if you're starting to get your own traffic, you're starting to build your own email list, I think at that point it can make sense to then start sending some to, to your, your own store and website. But there's also still some benefit to you to still sending them to Amazon because you can get reviews from them, right? And you can build up your Amazon listing, which even though you might make a little bit less money and whatnot, 
long term, you can build up your Amazon listing, which can help you get more organic sales from Amazon too. So, mm-hmm. uh, I think you're right. You want to um, you want to start maybe building up these things simultaneously. But once you get to a point where you don't need Amazon as much, then you want to kind of like branch off and diversify by having your own store mm-hmm. too. And this person mentions building a relationship with the customer, which is super spot on. When you have your own website, you have more flexibility. On Amazon, you're limited to your title, your bullet points, your pictures, your description, and that's it. You know, so on your website, you can have videos, you can have images, blog, you can have, you know, contact us page, you can have a chat box. There's a lot of ways to connect with your customers and really build that relationship with them. So definitely, um, it's a better way, I think, for business and for the customer's experience. But Amazon is kind of the big place to start. And also Amazon, you know, has different marketplaces all over the world. So if you do want to expand, it's good to be on Amazon because they make it very easy to have your inventory and different fulfillment centers all over the world without, you know. Yeah. 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 Cool. Great question. All right. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, So someone asked, how much money do you need to start an Amazon business and to see some profit? Okay. Great question. We get this one quite a bit. Um, the recommended amount, I would say, that can can help you kind of get a good starting point would be around $1,000. Um, I think that's a good amount that I see a lot of people start with and still go on to have great success. There are people that have started with less. You know, you started with less. And there's, there's people that have succeeded, done very well starting with less, uh, $500, for example. Uh, but you just have to understand that if you are going to start with less, it's just going to be harder. Um, you're going to have a lot less options and choices of products that you can choose from. Um, so it can be a little bit harder in that way because you're going to have less options when you do your research for products. You might uh, have to start with a lower amount of inventory to get started too. But I mean, if that's all you got, I wouldn't let that stop you. I've seen people that have still gone through and, and, and done very well with that. And I think, you know, the first product that you started with, you didn't make a fortune from, but it allowed you to get, get started. And if you had said to yourself, well, I don't have more than a thousand bucks to start, you might have never started and done as well as you've done, right? So at least you started with a product that wasn't as ideal as you could have started with, but you started, you learned, you grew, you made money from that, and then you could use some of that money to then invest in in, in the next product, which might be uh, you know a more expensive product. Um, I've also seen, you know, you can start with as much as you want. I don't think you really need to start with much more than five thousand dollars. Um, there might be some exceptions and cases for that depending on certain products, but there's a certain point you don't want to take too much of a risk. You don't want to put in too much. It's best to kind of maybe that thousand to five thousand dollars starting point is a good place. And again, there's some exceptions, but as you gain more experience as well, that's when you can really uh, have the confidence to start with products that maybe cost more or or kind of more outside of a certain criteria. I think when you're first starting out. The most important thing is to go through the learning curve, get your feet wet, gain some experience, understand how this works, make some money, right? But then take that with you maybe for the next product, the product after that, where you can really crush it and do extremely well. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I, I want to mention, I actually made a video about this the other day. Um, I actually started with $300, but people always ask me, how did you start with that little small amount of money? But that was three years ago. Things are quite different now. I, I started with a product that's very inexpensive, but that $300 was the initial investment that led to 
everything that my business is today. You know, I never took any loans. Um, and so that $300, the profits, I've reinvested it, reinvested, 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 and now my business is where it's at today. So you really um, can start with bare minimum. And, you know, as long as you're resourceful, you know, doing a lot of things yourself. I tried to do Photoshop myself and uh, images and all of that stuff. Like you don't always have to pay um, people to do those things. If you can do them yourself, then you can definitely do it on a budget. Yeah. And sometimes that's be useful because it really helps you to be resourceful with the yeah. money that you do have. I see people that sometimes have too much money, good problem to have, but they end up wasting it on all these things they don't really need. So true, yeah. sometimes it could be a benefit for you. Yeah. We have another question here. Um, so this one's asking, how do you transition from selling on Amazon first to having an online store? How do you get your customers to move to a different platform? I feel like Amazon would not be a fan of that, especially since you already can't get customer emails. So we kind of already talked about this one, but um, you know, the transition again is if you have your own traffic, your own list, your own following on social media, et cetera. The transition is pretty simple. You just basically link and forward people to buying your product instead on your store, your own website rather than on Amazon. Now, if you have customers on Amazon, your goal should be to get them on an email list to build a relationship with them. So how do you do that when Amazon doesn't give you the customer email address? Well, you want to make sure on your product packaging, when they receive the product, you, you have some sort of compelling offer for them, maybe offering them a free ebook or free video, or maybe a coupon off their next product, 20% off, whatever it might be, on the pa product packaging, or maybe a little slip or something you throw in with the product that tells them instructions on how to get that, which would require them to go to a link on your website, go to a landing page, put in their name and email to receive it. That way you can get your customers on your email list. Once they're on your email list and you're emailing and promoting your product to them, then you send them an email and say, hey guys, we have our own website now, we have our own store, um, You know, we'll give you a cheaper price than what's on Amazon or whatever it is, and then you then forward people that way. So that should always be your goal. You wanna build a relationship with your customers as early as possible. Um, because the sooner the better, right? The sooner you're building that relationship and you can build that long-term value. You can make more money, repeat customers once you get people on your email list, which is why you have to integrate that to your product packaging uh, that you have when they receive the product. Mm -hmm. Great. Here we have, how do you know if your private label item is different enough from competitors' items to avoid legal issues in the future? So we want to be clear that when we're saying that we private label products on Amazon, it doesn't mean that we're copying other sellers. We're finding products that are already selling well, and we're getting the sales history to see that to make sure, because we're not going in blindly. We want to make sure that we're finding a product that's doing well to help make sure that we succeed as well. But what we do is we take that product and we prove it. And so we do that by looking at customers' reviews and feedback and seeing the negative feedback and the positive feedback and finding ways to improve that product. And so that's basically what you're doing. And when you do that, you're differentiating the product. But before you even do that, when you are doing your product research, you have to make sure that that product is not, um, there's no copyright issues, it's not patented. Like if it's a patented product, you're just not gonna do it, you know? So you won't have any legal issues if you're just improving upon a product that is not um, patented. That's perfectly fine, no legal battles with that. Yeah, and you can do searches for that. There's yeah. uh, people patent products in the US or different countries, so there's websites where you can do a patent search, trademark search, and you can verify that, as well as you know communicating with suppliers, 
checking the products that you're worried about if it's too similar to to see if they have a patent they mentioned on, on their website or whatever it might be so that you can uh, best avoid it okay so here's a question um, how often should you be adding products on Amazon after your first if it isn't doing well okay great question so here's the thing you first have to identify before you start your next product why is your first product not doing well Okay, if it's not doing well, there's a lot of value and lessons there that you need to extract before you move on to the next product. Because if you don't learn the lessons and you go on and think, well, it must be the product and go on and do the next product, then what if you repeat the same mistakes, the next product doesn't do well. And then you move on to the next product, the next product, and you're not really learning how to successfully sell a product in the first place. So first I'd analyze why is your product not selling? Why is it not doing well? Okay, first, number one, you'd have to look at, is it the market? Is it the product? Is it the, the, the niche that you've selected? Okay, is it the, the demand for it? Is it just not there? In which case, you have to do research and look to see, are there other similar products selling? Are they, are they getting sales? You can look at the Amazon bestseller ranking that every product has that will tell you and give you the data and the information if it's selling or not. You can look to see how many reviews those products have as an indicator of how much they're selling and how much money they're making. There's tools like Jungle Scout that can help you do this research. So the thing is, if there's other products that are selling that are similar, why wouldn't your product sell? That's what you have to look at. Maybe there is a market demand, but maybe you just haven't done a good enough job in marketing it, selling it, promoting it. Maybe there's more work that you need to do to build it up to also get into a similar position as those other products. If there's no other product selling, then it's going to be challenging, right? Because you've maybe made a mistake with the research. There's not enough demand there for it. And maybe the potential isn't quite there. That's the first place that I would look to really look at. Okay. Next, I'd look at my keywords. Okay. Maybe the keywords I picked aren't the best keywords. Maybe I can change and re-optimize my listing for maybe other keywords that might be better suited for me. Again, Jungle Scout, they actually have a, a tool that can help you determine which keywords people are searching for to buy your product and product like yours to help you optimize your listing. I forget what it's called, but I did an interview with Greg Mercer recently. Uh, he shared the software, which is pretty cool for that. Maybe it's also you're getting traffic to your listing, right? And people are going to it, but they're just not buying it. And you got to look at your Amazon analytics, the stats of that, to see that, to see how are people behaving when they come to your Amazon listing. So if you have people that are going to your listing, but they're not buying it, well, that's kind of that's a sign that it's the conversions. In which case, we have to improve the product images. Maybe you got to test different product images. Maybe you got to try changing the title, the bullet points, the description. Maybe it's the reviews. Maybe it's the price. All things that you want to you want to test, improve, optimize, so that you find the winning formula of what converts best. There's another tool called Splitly, uh, also from Greg Mercer, that allows you to split test. Okay, different images, prices, titles, things on your listing, so that you can find that sweet spot of what converts best. And sometimes you make a little change, by the way, to your product image, or to like your price or description, and it boosts the conversions by ten percent. Right, All those little things, those little tweaks can make a difference. If you're not getting traffic to your Amazon listing, you gotta look at, okay, why am I not getting traffic? Okay, well, you're not promoting your product enough. You're not, you're not sending traffic to it. You could turn on Amazon ads, maybe you gotta turn on Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google ads. Maybe you've gotta build up your social media and funnel people. Maybe you've gotta do some influencer marketing. But you know, if your listing's not getting traffic, 
you can't move on to the next product then because you don't know how well this product's really going to sell. You, you know, you, I think there's a misconception people have. I'm just going to put up a product and everything's going to take care of itself. No, you, you are the one that makes your product work, right? You are the one that has to sell the product, promote the product to really build the success. Amazon then rewards you once you have a selling product because they determine this is a product that's doing well. People like it. It's making us money. Now Amazon will promote your product. They'll recommend it next to other listings. They'll rank it higher. But you've got to give it that boost. You can't just expect Amazon to do everything for you. So, so what I would do, I would exhaust all of that before I think about the next product, okay? Make sure you optimize, you get this product to doing as well as you possibly can. If you've done everything you could and you've done all, you know, you analyzed it, you learned the lessons from it, then now you can move on to the next product and take that with you so that you can have a better successful product. Now, if you already have a product that's doing well and selling successfully, then you know you can start with that next product then to, to build out your brand, to build out your collection, your portfolio of products. It's a smart thing you wanna do um, to expand your product line, um, especially once you have a core base of customers that you know when you launch the next product to them, they're gonna want it. You've got a great process, you, you, know, you always ask, she's got a great Facebook group of, of her raving fan customers, well, she'll ask them, what's the next product you want from me? Or she'll get feedback from them so she knows when you launch the product, you already have people that are excited for it and that you know are going to buy it. So I'm not sure if you want to talk about that. Yeah, I mean, it's good because now I'm going directly to the source. I'm not just yeah. guessing. I'm asking the people who have previously bought from me. So they're exactly my, my customer avatar. They're exactly the people I'm trying to market to. And I'm asking them, what do you need? What do you want? How could I improve this product? So every time that I post a question, I have a Facebook group. And that's the beauty of building a community. Not only are you building a relationship with your customers, but you can then ask them questions that are going to help further your business and help create better products that therefore lead to a better customer's experience. And so my customers always give me feedback. They're always open to tell me, telling me. They know I'm open to suggestions. And so they'll say, oh, we need thicker boning or we'd like a different pattern. And even when I release different colors of the same product, I don't just blindly release the color. I ask them, do you like this color or this color? Do you prefer this pattern or this pattern? I even ask them to send me pictures of things that they like. And then I ask everyone in the group to vote on the picture they like best. And so for me, that works really well because I know that whenever I launch another product, it's going to be a success because they've told me that's exactly what they want. Yeah. And plus, I mean, if you have an email list, that's why you want to build that. That's why you want to build that relationship with your customers from your first product, because then you know what the next thing is that they want or need. And, and you know it's going to win. You already have people you can launch and sell it to. So you're going to get a boost right off the gate from that product. And you're going to you know, get a boost on Amazon and everything for it. So um, definitely that's that's when you build off that first product. There's the success becomes a lot easier after that because you've already kind of gone through uh, the beginning stages of it. So it becomes a lot easier. Mm -hmm. OK, great. We have another question here. How easy is it to manage a full time gig school and Amazon sales? I'm worried that even if I save up to do it, I won't be able to invest enough time. I get asked this question a lot, mm -hmm. but the thing is, 
nobody said it was easy. It's not easy. I've been through that. I was the one who was doing full-time gig school, Amazon, all of that. And it's not easy. And it's not easy to manage your schedule. And you have to master productivity, master prioritization. Uh, there's a big learning curve there. And it takes hustle. It takes hard work. But guess what? That's the barrier of entry. Most people, they give up as soon as it gets hard. And so if you don't give up, if you are persistent, then you are more likely to succeed, which is amazing. Another thing is that you need to have a compelling purpose for doing this. If you don't have a purpose for anything that you do in life, you're not going to be driven. You're not going to be motivated to complete it with passion. Um, and so with Amazon business, it's the same thing. If you're just saying, I just want to make quick money, that's not a compelling purpose. Having a purpose that is going to motivate you for the next year, two years, three years, five, ten years, what's your vision for your life? You know, really understand how this can really impact you in the next five, ten years. And that is very motivating for me personally when I see what an impact this business has had on my life already in the last three years. I can't imagine how it's going to change my life in the next ten years as it grows. Um, so yeah, it's hard. It's not easy. I struggled a lot. Um, I barely had time to spend with him because we were dating and just no time to no free time for that stuff. But it became a priority for me. And so instead of spending time with my friends, I was working on my Amazon business. Instead of watching TV, I was working on my Amazon business. Instead of scrolling on Instagram at nighttime right before bed, I was scrolling and searching for suppliers. So you do have to make sacrifices. That's a given. If you're not making sacrifices and you're complaining that you don't have enough time, then you got to make the switch. There's a lot of stuff that you have to cut out maybe. So it just comes down to prioritization, learning to prioritize certain tasks, learning what's important and what's not, knowing that there's things that appear to be urgent, but maybe they're not, uh, appear to be urgent, but they're not important. So realizing the difference between urgency and things that are important. Um, and yeah, that's all it comes down to. Yeah, and then also looking at what you're doing right now. You're going to school, you've got a job, and you're trying to pursue an Amazon business. Which one of those is going to give you the freedom that you want? Which one of those is going to lead to helping you manifest the vision that you have for your life? And whatever that one is, that's the one you need to dedicate to and prioritize and make more important than everything else. You know, Tatiana was uh, working, going to school and building her Amazon business, but she eventually learned that the Amazon business and this online thing had more potential than her university and the job that she had. And she prioritized that and made it more important than that. And she realized that that's what's going to lead to the vision that she wanted, the lifestyle that she really wanted to. That, you know, going down that path of, of school, she was doing that, you know, because that's what she thought she should do in society and what, you know, said that she should do this. And my parents said I should go to school and whatnot versus is that really what I want that's going to allow her to live the lifestyle she wants for us to you know, share the lifestyle we want together, which is to travel the world and whatnot too. And so that was a difficult decision that she had to make, to make that decision, okay, I'm gonna drop out of school, that this is more important, that I see the potential, I have confidence and faith. Faith is when you believe when there's no reason to believe, which is something you know, she had the courage to be able to do. So you're not gonna be able to, you, know, you can try to do all at the same time, but it is gonna be a little bit more difficult and hard. And if you, for example, you know, there's a little bit of a conflict because if you build the successful Amazon business, let's say, and you're also going to school and graduate, which one are you gonna do? Are you gonna then use your education from school to then get a job, or are you gonna pursue your Amazon business? You kind of, those are kind of two different 
careers. And I think you're going to have to at a certain point decide, okay, which, which path am I really going to go down? Because if you had graduated school, you wouldn't be really even doing anything with that, you know, that, that, that degree that you might get because, you know, you decided already this is the path for you. Yeah, but we also don't want to say that, you know, an education is not important. It's absolutely important. It's absolutely valuable. So for me, it was challenging with school and with work and everything. And I just wasn't having the time to really commit to my business um, despite all the sacrifices I made. So I decided that, you know what, my business has more potential at this point. I was seeing um, growth and I was seeing sales and consistency. And so then I decided, okay, I'm going to just take a semester off school and I'm just going to focus on my business. I'm going to give myself four months to see what I can accomplish. And if I do really well, I had a goal for myself. If I achieve that, then maybe I'll take another semester off. So I didn't just decide I'm going to drop out of school. I just thought, okay, I'll take a break, work on my business. And if I see success, if I do well, then I'll continue to do my business. And it kind of just started growing and growing and growing. And I just said, you know, at this point, I just see so much uh, potential with where this can go that it just doesn't make sense for me to be spending all this time on school and studying exams, transportation, um, all that stuff uh, with a degree that I'm probably never going to use again. So for me personally, that's what happened, but that doesn't mean that that's what we're trying to say for you. You know, education is important. Having degrees is super valuable. Um, you just have to make that personal decision. Yeah. Okay, so let's move on to another one. Uh, someone asks, I want to sign up for ASM, which is the amazing selling machine, but I don't have money right now. What advice would you give me? I know ASM will eventually close its doors. Do you know when that will be? So this person's referring to a course uh, that both Tatiana and I started with to learn how to sell on Amazon. It's called The Amazing Selling Machine, and it's by far the best training and course out there that teaches you step-by-step -step how to actually build an Amazon business. There's mentors that help you. There's just so much uh, that can help you to build your business uh, this way. Uh, we both recommend people that want to start to go through it because you can learn it on your own, but it's going to be a lot harder. And oftentimes people, people make costly mistakes that end up um, getting them in trouble, uh, losing money, losing time. And it can be a hard journey without the right training and guidance to really build this business. Um, so if you don't have the money for it, uh, I guess my advice would be to find ways to make more money. Find ways to make more money in your life, but also save that money and put it aside. Um, you know, in order to be successful in business, you have to be resourceful. That means you have to figure things out. You have to find the way. If you can't find the way, you make the way. And I recently put up a, a video on my channel on five ways to come up with and make $1,000. And there's many times I didn't have the money for training or to start a business, Tatiana as well, but we figured it out. We found a way. Um, you know, for me, I remember at one point I did a car wash fundraiser to raise money to go to a seminar. I worked extra hours and extra shifts doing construction work, which I hated doing, but I did it to make some extra money so that I could invest that into myself and my own personal growth. Um, you know, maybe it's getting some freelance work online and, you know, doing some extra work for people so that you can make some extra money. Maybe it's cutting down your expenses and simplifying. I had to at one point uh, move into my friend's living room and live on his couch and sell my, my car and take the bus instead and make sacrifices that I did not want to make. Nobody wants to make these sacrifices, but I was willing to because I believed in my vision. I knew that 
in order to get out of this rat race of living paycheck to paycheck and not getting ahead, I needed I needed to change something. I needed to do something different. I needed to 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 find the answers and learn from people that can shift my mindset and guide me towards creating the life that I really wanted to. So, you know, that, that those were the things that I did to find ways to come up with the money so that I could invest in myself and and the the great thing is the way I look at it is who you become in the process. Um, that's the most valuable thing because when I didn't have money, it forced me to be creative, to tap into different parts of myself, my intelligence, my ideas, to, to hustle, to grind, to be able to find ways to come up, come up with money for things. And that forced me to grow, forced me to become resourceful and creative and all these different qualities that have then served me when I've built my business. But if you're the kind of person that just says, well, I can't afford this, when you say I can't afford something, you're shutting off your brain from tapping into that resourceful power that you have within you. You're turning off your ideas, your creativity, and your intelligence because you're already shutting down that it's not a possibility for you. Instead, I want you to ask yourself, how can I afford this? How can I find a way to come up with the money? You know, if someone had a gun to my head and they said, you know, I'm going to shoot you if you don't come up with the money in, in a week, what would you do? You know, really think about that. What would you do? What, what what kind of ideas would you have? You know, what like you know, back when you were a kid, you know, I think kids were kind of like, you know, my parents at least empowered me in this way. I'm not sure about you, but you know, they empowered me to put on a lemonade stand. They said if you want some extra money to buy candy or your own money, you have to earn it. You have to create value. Put on a lemonade stand, put on a bake sale, do a car like these things that you do when you're kids to come up with extra money, you can do it as an adult. Right, it just requires that resourcefulness to do it. Maybe you sell stuff. You know, we recently moved from Vancouver to Panama, and I sold my car, I sold all my furniture, I sold most of my stuff, and I'm living more of a minimalist life. And there's actually a lot of studies to show that there's a lot of incredible benefits to to minimalism and happiness and 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 whatnot too. So I'm not going to live that way forever. But right now we're traveling the world. And I don't need a lot of stuff. So I've learned to give up attachment to materialistic things. And I'm sure you have stuff that you don't need that you could sell and you'll get better use of that money, putting it into your business, into your own personal growth and to your future. Um, we have a question here. How long should a seller continue to reinvest profits until the Amazon business becomes profitable enough to leave a traditional nine to five job? Okay, so this question is going to depend on several factors. It's going to depend on the product that you choose, your marketing skills, your work ethic, um, the list goes on. But it's also going to depend on what your goals are. Is your goal to grow your business and scale your business and make it a multi-million dollar business as fast as possible? If that's the case, then you're going to want to continue to reinvest your profits because that's what's going to help you grow faster. Obviously, the more money you have to invest in the business, the more potential there is for growth uh, with everything that you can afford, all the marketing and pay-per-click advertising and all of that stuff. But if your goal is to just now replace your job, replace your nine to five with this Amazon business, so basically make enough money as soon as possible so you can start paying yourself, then I would say that you know you should always have two months worth of inventory. Um, so if you get to the point where you're now able to afford two months worth of inventory based on the profits of your Amazon business and still have excess money to pay yourself whatever you were making at your nine to five job because that's gonna be a difference for everyone. Everyone has a different salary um, and there's still extra, then that seems like the right time to me. So that might take six months, that might take one year. Uh, it's different for everybody and 
I think that, you know, if you really want a number, it's really just waiting until you can afford enough inventory for two months and be able to pay for your replacing your nine to five salary. Um, but yeah, I mean, it depends on your goal. So for me, my goal wasn't really to quit my job right away. My goal was to grow the business. Um, but then eventually I started realizing, oh, if I spend more time working on this business, if I can do this full time, I can actually grow faster. Um, and so then it became my priority to quit my job. And so I did that. And I think I was doing around, I think I was doing around 40,000 a month when I quit my job in sales. So it's going to be different for everyone. It's going to depend on the products that you're, you have, the product's price, the selling price, and the profit margins. Uh, so it's different factors. Awesome. So we're going to take a few more questions, and then we'll uh, resume things again on the other video on Lux Biz. Uh, I want to mention, though, if you want to learn more um, uh, uh, to how to get started on Amazon, I've got a free training that I can offer you guys that I'll have a link in the description of this video. Or you can go to www.projectlifemastery.com slash FBA. Okay, projectlifemastery.com slash FBA. If you want to learn more about the amazing selling machine, that course, and also tons of bonuses that I have available. Tatiana's got great bonuses too because uh, we work with ASM to help support Amazon sellers. I'll have a link to that in the description of the video also, okay? So next question that I have here is, what is the best way for ranking your listing of a new a private label product with zero reviews if you don't have any external traffic sources? I'm trying with Amazon PPC, but I'm losing money with it, thanks. Well, the best way to rank your product without any reviews is to market your product with external traffic sources. Because where else are you gonna get the traffic from? You can get from Amazon ads, right? You can run Amazon ads and PPC and funnel that into the product. That can get you some sales, but where else is it gonna come from? Besides you putting in the work to promote your product, to drive traffic and drive sales to it. And that's how you boost and rank your product on Amazon that triggers Amazon's algorithm to then determine your product's doing well and rank it higher and promote it and recommend it. And that's how you get the reviews. So again, you can't just expect, I put it up on Amazon, it's got no reviews. Like, you know, there's only so many ways you can get traffic to your, to your listing. One is through the Amazon search, right? In which case you have your product ranked for a keyword that's doing, you know, that people search for and they find your product. But the problem is if you don't aren't getting any sales or you don't have reviews, then you're not gonna really rank that high. So you need to get the sales, the reviews, all of that first to really benefit the most from that. The other way is from Amazon ads. You can pay Amazon to have your ads on Amazon's website. Absolutely, you should be doing that. Even though you might be losing a little bit of money at first, you know, that's normal because you have to determine which, which keywords are bringing in sales and your job when you're running ads is you go more broad at first, you determine which ones are converting the best, and then you turn off the keywords that aren't making you money converting, and you always optimize it to a point where you're making great profit from it, in which case when you're making the profit, you ramp it up, you scale it up, and you profit a lot more. So you should be doing that too. You should learn that, get better at it. But besides that, where else, where else are you gonna get the traffic from to, to boost your listing? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you can get reviews by reaching out to friends and family. You gotta hustle for the first ones, of course. But beyond that, you know, you gotta hustle to promote your product. There's no easy way around that because that's what Amazon wants. They want you to promote your product, get it out there, send people to Amazon, and in doing so, you're gonna rank your product and you're gonna get that organic sales and traffic you're gonna want from it. Yeah, 
And picking a product on Amazon that's selling well, private labeling it, then shipping it to Amazon is exactly what we don't teach. We don't want you to just slap a product on Amazon and then turn on PPC and then expect sales. That doesn't work anymore. We teach a whole pre-launch method. We teach you that you do need to have external marketing. There's so much that goes into your pre-launch before your product even hits the Amazon warehouse. And if you're not doing all that stuff, then don't expect magic as soon as your product's listed. Yeah, I mean, this is just also an example from someone that I think doesn't have the right guidance. I mean, you're, you're, I see a lot of people, they're just trying to go about this on their own and yeah. put up a product. And they're like, well, now what, Stefan? And I'm like, well, listen, before you put the product up, you, there's already I can already point out a bunch of mistakes that you made that you shouldn't have made because you shouldn't be in this position. You should have already built uh, to build up the launch of your product so you're getting reviews right out the gate because you only launch your product once. Yeah. And you got to do it the right way. If you don't, you're missing out on that because you because you're already building a bad history with Amazon. You want to when you put up a product, already have reviews. You can have reviews before your products in stock, but you want to be getting that big boost right off the gate to get momentum. Because now you're, you're you're building from a place that's hard to get that momentum from. Versus when you launch it the right way from the start, and you already have the marketing plan and formula set up. That that's what's going to determine mm-hmm. the success of the product. Putting up the products, the easy parts. I mean, that's like a kid can do that. It's the, the building the brand and the marketing of it. At, that's what people need the most help with. Mm-hmm. That's what we specialize in is building a brand, building the relationship with people, how to market outside of Amazon and actually build a sustainable business. But I see this time and time again from someone that, that didn't go through the right training uh, or they didn't have like I've got a lot of bonuses and you as well that we help support people with to help them do this the right way. And uh, I'd recommend to get the right guidance and help on how to build your business because, uh, you know, maybe, maybe also you didn't pick the right product. You didn't do the right research either. So that's, there's a, there's a number of different factors there that are kind of contributing to the yeah. situation that you're in. Yeah. And before your product even launches on Amazon, you have so much time, you know, so much time to do that stuff because between getting samples and then getting your product manufactured and then shipping it to Amazon, you've got like two months at least. So this is time that you can really work on your pre-launch. And for people that I do coaching with, they know that all the has all the work that they have to do before the product reaches Amazon. But oftentimes a lot of people don't want to put in the work. They know what they have to do and they just don't want to do it. And so that's another barrier of entry. That's another, um, you know, group of people who just don't want to put in the work in order to have success on Amazon. And so if you're willing to do the work, if you're willing to do the social media and the external marketing, you're solid. There's so much um, possibilities for you with your Amazon product when you build a brand. Yeah. We have another question here, um, and it's how to find and contact suppliers in China. So this is a great question. A lot of people, they do source their products from China. Um, China can now offer some very high quality products at a very low rate. A lot of times people have this misconception that anything purchased in China is cheap and low quality, but that's not true. That's why you have to get samples. That's why you have to contact certain suppliers, you know, and um, you can definitely find high quality products there um, for a more affordable price. So China is definitely enticing. Um, How to do that? I actually have a video that I did. It's a 30-minute step-by-step tutorial, screen share video, where I show you how I find suppliers, how I decide which suppliers I want to contact, what I tell them. I give you the email that I send them, and then I also share, you know, how you start uh, communicating with them and do you contact them by phone or by WhatsApp or by email, all that stuff. So if you want to access that, you can go to Lux Health dot com slash online biz 
So biz is spelled B-I-Z. Cool. Uh, do you think it's better to focus on a product that you are passionate about and create a brand about that, a YouTube channel, blog, podcast, all the branding, or just any product that you know will give you money even if you're not passionate about it? Well, if you have the choice, why not pick the product that you're passionate about? Why not build, pick the product that you're going to enjoy building your business around and a product that you're going to personally use and be excited for, one that you can share with people in your life, you know, your friends, your family. When you have a product you're passionate about and believe, just the psychology behind that, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna put more effort into it. You're going to put more into building your business because you believe in your product and you believe in the benefits that it can have and you're already using and benefiting from the product yourself and when you have to create content or when you have to promote it and share it, it's not going to feel like a job. It's going to feel like your passion. It's going to feel like something you enjoy. Mm-hmm. So I think that gets translated in, into to, to your marketing. I think that most people that are successful, they're successful because they're, they're building a company and a brand that they're passionate about and that they care about. So absolutely, that's going to give you an advantage. If you're just doing it for money, once you make some money, then you're not going to be motivated to continue on with it. And there's plenty of products out there that are related to your passion that are profitable that you can make a lot of money from. You just got to find them. So uh, if you have the choice, definitely go with the one that you have a passion for, that you're excited for. I think for you, that shifted once you started selling the product you had a passion for versus the products that you did before. Like you you enjoy and love the product that you're selling and you know it benefits people. I actually all of my products. I was passionate about all of them. It's just the last product. This is actually a tip for you guys. Getting a product that you can actually use. So if you're choosing between different products and there's a product that is portable that you can take with you that you can use, that's a great product that you can market. We have a friend, James Swanwick, he has these glasses, these like type of blue blocking glasses and he carries them with him everywhere he goes. And whenever he sees like a celebrity or he sees someone that is an influencer, he'll put the glasses on them and then he'll take a picture and that's a perfect marketing technique. So for myself as well, my waist trainers are something I can use, I can rep, um, I can walk around with and people can ask me, well, what's that that you're wearing? So anything that you can really use uh, and that's portable is really kind of a bonus type of product because it's very marketable. Yeah. So we might have to go through questions a little bit quicker here because there's still quite a few. Uh, we'll wrap up in a, in a, in a minute. Uh, so I'm going to answer a few more was one. What tools do you use? Um, so they're asking different tools. So we use Jungle Scout. You mentioned that a few times. Uh, Feedback Genius, which is a tool to help um, your follow-up email sequence for, for Amazon. Um, tax Jar, which helps with the sales tax. Um, you know, there's tools like Splitly. We use Aweber and, and lead pages, click funnels for our email marketing to build our list and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, those are the most, I'm sure there might be more. Those are like the most Those are the, the, the main ones, ones yeah. yeah. And, uh, okay, do you want to answer one more? Um... I mean, one common one I got a few times was just how to start, right? How to get started. And again, what we believe is the best way is to, to get a good course, a training that can guide you. Do you want to share, you know, for you what ASM has done for you in the training? Yeah, I mean, ASM has been invaluable for me. It changed my life. Um, I think last year we had the opportunity of interviewing Matt Clark, who's the co-founder of ASM. And I remember thanking him. I'm like, thank you for this course because it changed my life. It did. Because if I didn't take this course, I'm sure I would have done some other business, something else entrepreneurial because I 
realize that I am an entrepreneur at heart, but this course has allowed me to discover a business model that I truly enjoy and a business model that works really well with our lifestyle, um, the laptop lifestyle. We can travel the world, work on our own time, and it's just so amazing. And for me, you know, for someone who is, was a beginner with no business experience, um, yeah, just no experience in business, no marketing skills, no sales skills, I was able to start this business and in only a few years, I've grown this business to now, uh, you know, doing really well. And I'm very happy and proud of that. And it's a business that is now becoming an asset. And so one day, if I do decide to sell it, then I can do that. And that's a great payday for me and everybody else that works in Lux. And yeah, it's something that I'm passionate about. It can grow. I don't know. There's just so much, guys. And it all started with um, taking a good course. And I... I'm very fortunate that the first course that I stumbled upon was the Amazing Selling Machine. I'm very fortunate that we did take a course because if we didn't, I might be like many other people who have tried and failed and then they didn't want to start again because they had a negative experience with it. Um, but that wasn't the case for us. So it's really great. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's so valuable to have the right training and guidance. And, you know, as many videos that I put out for free to help people, um, it does not substitute for a course. Uh, for me, I already had success on Amazon publishing and selling books. And when I started uh, selling physical products in 2014, I was like, I have to get a course. I'm not going to try to reinvent the wheel. This is a, a different business model. Even though I already under understood how Amazon worked, it, it can be fairly complex and complicated, I think, to someone that's a beginner without a good training because the steps of, for example, doing the research is very important to find the right products. Also, the steps of contacting suppliers and negotiating with them and, and getting the product shipped is very important as well that I think you'll need some guidance and, and some training that can help you with that. But also how you launch the product, how you put it on Amazon and promote it and market it, right? I mean, that that's is the most important thing really because you've got this inventory money you've invested in it and now you've got to turn that into a profit and now you've got to sell it and that's where I think having the guidance when it comes to learning marketing online and how to build a brand and business uh, from people that have already succeeded and have that experience is going to help you fast track the process to get there a lot faster. Now, does a course cost money? Yes, a couple thousand dollars for an amazing selling machine but it's worth it because it's allowed her to build a very successful business. She's had, you know, she's humble, but she's had $80,000 months in her business. And I've had great successful months as well. But when you look back at the price, it's a no brainer because of what it's allowed you to be able to accomplish. So it is worth it. It is an investment, but I think it's a, a smart investment that will allow you to get further ahead. We both have bonuses that can uh, support you with Amazing Selling Machine because we are affiliates. Uh, promoting and sharing the course because we love it so much and people always ask us are you going to create your own course the answer is no because ASM is always already great and helps so many people and that's what we went through they're doing a much better job than we could we'd much rather just partner with them and create our own bonuses that can support you in your journey as well so if you want to learn more about that go to projectlifemastery.com slash FBA and put in your name and email I can send you more information if you want more access uh, learn about my bonuses and Tatiana's, we'll link them in the description for you guys to help you guys out as well. But uh, I think we'll wrap it up. So I want to thank you guys for watching this. We're going to continue the second part. More questions that you guys have that we're going to answer for you, but we're going to do so on Lux Biz. So I'm going to link to her channel, to her video, 
so that you guys can make sure that you guys head on over there and continue the growth and the learning uh, at the Lux Biz channel. So thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed it, hit the thumbs up button, uh, subscribe for more videos, and leave a comment. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, then I'd love for you to leave an honest review on iTunes and subscribe to the Project Life Mastery podcast for future episodes. And of course, to receive more content and value, make sure to find and follow me at www.projectlifemastery.com for more. Thanks again. Remember to always believe and commit your life to mastery. I look forward to talking to you again soon. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.